Welcome everyone to the Canto Cast. I'm Tristan. I'm Jeff. And come on to the casino because we're about to talk all things Star Wars and geek. So grab a blue milk. And get some wampa jerky. Pull up with your favorite tauntaun. Because we are about to get things started. You may want to buckle up, baby. Welcome everyone back to another episode of the Canto Cast. I'm Tristan. I'm Jeff. And today we are definitely going to be discussing, first and foremost, WandaVision, because there has been a lot that's happened since we last talked about it on the show. And then we'll also have a little bit of general Marvel and Star Wars talk. We have a few topics in that realm we're going to discuss. And then, of course, as the great American tradition is, today is Super Bowl Sunday or the big game. We'll get into that because we found something kind of funny out before the uh, before we started recording. But that sounds like it's going to be our, uh, our things to do for today and to talk about. So looking forward to it. And uh, Jeff, how have you been? I've been good. I've just gotten over being sick for almost a week and a half okay that's which, always a good thing yeah which isn't always it wasn't pleasant um there was different uh what do you call it different kind of symptoms floating around yeah uh, i had most of the covid symptoms except for loss of taste and smell uh i had some kind of stomach bug it was just one thing right after the other and i Spent the last half of the week last week working from home, so I really haven't been back into the office. I haven't been in the office in over a week and a half, so. Wow. And I did get a COVID test. It came back negative, thank goodness. Yeah. But my wife thinks, you know, wait another couple weeks and get another one because, as they tell you, just because your first one comes up negative doesn't mean it could still be in you, just not uh, registering yet. So. Yeah. I guess I'll go back and get another one, and which isn't bad because actually it was a self. You do it yourself. Yeah. So I could control the speed that the swab goes up my nose. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and yeah, make makes your eyes water a lot. Yeah. No if sure. you haven't had one, ugh. I guess well, it's better than a shot. That's all I gotta say. Per- yeah, perhaps. Um. I will say, too, on, on the note of COVID testing, I'm a student worker. So, like, I work a part-time job on campus in addition, you know, to going to class. And we actually had to get COVID tests. It was required that we get a, to- co- a COVID test before we came back to work on campus. And, of course, they had to be negative. Excuse me. And uh, for my test, they gave me a small vial. It was about two milliliters, like, tall. It was it's like a two-milliliter vial. Okay. And they said, you have to spit about 1.5 milliliters and there was like a line you know marking it right to like spit that much and that might not seem like a lot oh wow but it it is especially when you have to spit into it and you have to make sure all your spit gets in it It was i was there spitting for like 15 minutes (laughs) trying to fill up this little vial of spit Uh, and they so they do spit tests yeah uh, which i'm thankful for because that means that i'm not getting anything up the nose which is which is nice but uh i was kind of hoping for the uh, the cheek swab. They also have a cheek swab one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She was like, guess stick it up your nose. I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. But, but yeah, so that's uh, that's how they had us do it. And yeah, thankfully, mine's come back negative. I haven't been sick, I don't think. I mean, I think I had 
one or two days in the summer of 2020 where I just was not feeling great, but I was also right. working overtime that week. And I think I was just getting really tired. But ever like besides that, I don't think I've been sick um, since the pandemic began. And I know how lucky I am. Like that's extremely yeah. lucky, you know, and which I'm super thankful for. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I went through a long stretch there where I didn't get sick. I mean, sick, sick. I've gotten migraines, but I get right. those. And yeah, sort of having a migraine being quote sick. It's mm-hmm. just I have a migraine. Yeah, but I haven't gotten physically sick. This year, well, the end of 2020 into this year, I've been sick more than I have been probably in the last two or three years. Mm. So it's it's been ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely hoping that, uh, you know, <laughs> I have nothing, I just continue this healthy stretch, and if anything at worst, I just get some sort of cold or something. But, right. I mean, I, now that I'm on campus a lot, our university has classes now they're required to be on campus and i have a few of those classes so i'm on campus a lot in addition to working so my risk has never been higher actually that well i don't know probably because i'm just around people a lot now but um you know at least i've been able to start the semester healthy and hopefully i'll keep it that way but yeah yeah but on uh, more pleasant terms man wandavision turned into something that I mean, I think obviously took everyone by surprise, stormed the internet, and uh, has really been kind of the next big show right now to watch. Especially last week, episode four is when it really took off, and a lot of people were like, I heard a lot of people online going, now this is the MCU I want to see. Yeah. We actually saw the actual MCU universe. Because I know people were confused about the first three episodes. Why are they like a sitcom? What's going on? Yeah. yeah, but during those shows, they were showing you little Easter eggs that paid off big time in episode four and answered all of your questions, basically. Yep. And I, I'll admit this right now. My wife was right. My wife guessed it from episode one. After episode one aired, she said, Wanda created this universe. Somehow she was able to bring Vision back, and all she wanted was a happy life with Vision. Yeah, and we should probably put spoiler warning in the title now. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to be spoiling the heck out of especially four and five. Yeah. Um, But yeah, yeah, she was... And I, I never told her she was wrong. I was like, that's a good theory. But yeah... I was hmm, episode four. I think I think so far episode four is probably my favorite episode so far in the first season. Not because it's the MCU I wanted to say; it's because it answered my questions from the first three episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. the payoff essentially. Hey, we saw Cat Denning's character from Thor come back. Mm-hmm. Um, Doctor Lewis, I believe. Yeah, and. Mm-hmm. I was happy to see her. I was over the moon about seeing Agent Wu. Loved him in Ant-Man. Yeah. And to see him come back and to see him do that card trick that Scott Lane taught him in Ant-Man was awesome. When he pulled out his business card and all of a sudden he made it appear and go, Agent Wu. And I was like, that was awesome. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, and... The 
the the drone. We got the answer from the drone. What, what was that thing she found in the bush? It was the drone that Rambo sent in, but of course it changed to adapt to the, like Wu said, to the set design. Right. And that's another thing, too, that my wife was right on, that I am ashamed I did not pick up on it. I don't know if you did. Even when I rewatched it this morning and saw her picture hanging on the wall of the S.W.O.R.D. headquarters, Maria Rambo, that name did not ring a bell to me at first. And then when my wife mentioned it, I went back and looked it up. And, oh, my God, yes. She was from Captain Marvel. She was Captain oh. Marvel's friend. Okay, and now you ring a bell. Now, now, little, now it's starting to connect. And of course, the agent that's growing up now was the little girl, her little girl. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God. And it, I mean, it made sense in episode five where Captain Marvel got mentioned. And apparently something happened between the daughter and Captain Marvel, because she was like, we're not talking about her right now. And I was like, ooh, touchy subject all of a sudden with Captain Marvel. Yeah. So, yeah. I I got to give it to my wife. I'm like, geez. Because she even asked me, she goes, do you think this woman here can be um, Captain Marvel's friend? And I'm like, well, that was from back in the early 90s. Yeah. I said, she seems too young. And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. And that just never dawned on me. The mm-hmm. daughter of that person. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it, I, I'm, I'm ashamed. Because Captain mean, Marvel is one of my... Well, we'll talk about this later. Captain Marvel is one of my uh, favorite of the MCU movies. Even though some MCU fans don't care for it that much but yeah i i enjoyed it and i can't believe it did not hit me yeah i mean well th- i mean this obviously especially in four and five there are so many nods and easter eggs and mentions and references to like a lot of stuff in the mcu that like it would fly right over your head and i'm sure stuff for me did because i've only seen the movies i'm sure there's comic stuff that has been you know, heavily referenced that I just completely flies over my head, right? But yeah. as far as stuff that's been, I've been able to pick on, pick up on from the MCU. There's been a lot, um, and yeah, with the whole, I guess my prediction was probably wrong. I was predicted, I was predicting that like they were someone or something was experimenting on Wanda. Yeah, to that like, was to, fine. you know, and and well. Now, but Wanda did say something really interesting at the end of five. She says that she's not controlling everything and that she doesn't know how it got started. Yeah. So is she? Is she just? Is that more manipulation toward Vision so he doesn't? Yeah. Out. I consider that too, but she seemed like she kind of. She might have meant it. She just might have, you know. And that obviously is really puzzling because that. It, it just suggests that there's someone else that's also, you know, creating this world. Right. And we would not obviously know their intentions behind it. Um, so it's, yeah, it's odd to think about. It's, yeah. And do, if you, if it does end up, there is someone else like controlling the, 
the world this you know that that's been created here this bubble essentially we can say or force field mm -hmm. um do you think that they're also trying to hide something or someone in it they could be but as of right now i'm gonna go with what they revealed to us that like rambo said when she got thrown out and she was laying there in the grass she's like it's wanda it's all wanda yeah that could be too because they showed that surveillance footage of her breaking in the sword to gather i don't know if you want to call it body parts or just the parts of vision because yeah. he was an ai yeah and to, to to basically put him back together and bring him back to life mm -hmm. so that was like rambo said she doesn't think it was premeditated but that part was yeah she, premeditate broke into the facilities to get vision so she can create him again and create this world right but yeah i'm not sure if someone else is behind it too because there are parts in there where she does like look confused and like what what just happened what i do yeah Especially right after she threw Rambo out, out. she kind of got that. She looked at the hole in the wall and she kind of like had a confused look on her face. Yeah. And she put the wall back together so no one could. So, yeah, I don't know if she's being mind controlled as well or what's going on. But I, w I was really excited to see when she came out in episode five to face the sword, quote, army, if you want. Yeah. After they fired on her, I can't believe that jerk did that. Um, I mean, without even proving anything, he just was like, take the shot. Yep. And But when she walked out and she was in her Avengers out, outfit, I was like, yes, that's the Wanda I've been waiting to see, too, mm -hmm. in this show. So, yeah, she just came out, gave him a simple warning, say, hey. You won't bother me, I won't bother you. Yeah. And I'm kind of thinking to myself, yeah. Yes, yeah, so she, she, she's mind-manipulating a whole town. I understand that. But if she's not physically harming, well, she, ah, see, she kind of is because she's mind-manipulating. Yeah. Like, whenever Vision was able to, like, take that guy out of, like, Wanda's influence, he was obviously yeah. very distressed and... Yeah, because he didn't know he where he was. Pain. Yeah, he didn't know yeah. where he was. He said it hurt. And, yeah. yeah, so I understand that, and I understand... I understand, like, both sides here, but... Yeah. I think if she wouldn't have just that happy life with Vision, maybe just do that, and come on. She... Can't she, like, just create just, like, images around her to make it seem like, you know, a town or, or what have you? But I don't yeah. know. But, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, she was like, yeah, don't, you know, bother me. I won't bother you. Giving them their last warning. But, obviously, they're not going to leave. Right. So, yeah, these next couple weeks coming up here will be very, very interesting. I think Vision's going to be figuring out really soon. Yeah, and I mean, he already not, is very far down that path, you know? Yeah, he's not going to be very happy. He's, yeah. 
we're, we're going to have a major blowout here in the next couple episodes, I think. Mm-hmm. And he is going to try to leave, I think. Yeah, and it's and it's interesting too, because like I guess, and I guess it's kind of me just assuming here, just based off of like everything, is that Vision is actually like he is a real physical person now, right? Not a figment of Wanda's imagination, not some sort of like artificial intelligence hologram or something. Like he is a living, breathing Vision, right? Basically, so he can probably physically just get up and leave on his own will, right? Because right. I guess he is like Vision 2.0 in a way, and I wonder if he would have carried the same philosophy as the previous Vision, because the original Vision said that once I'm gone, I'm gone. Don't do anything to bring me back, you know, don't try to use me for anything, just let me, you know, be at peace. And obviously she broke that, so I wonder if this new Vision will have any sort of awareness about that original idea and how he's going to have to deal with that if he's alive once again. Yeah. Now, I didn't look deep into this story, but I saw there was a story online. It actually came over as a notification on my phone saying that Mark Hamill, I think it was. No, not Mark Hamill. Duh. Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. Kevin Smith, is pre- he predicted a Luke Skywalker level of cameo coming up in WandaVision. Wow. Now, you think about the MCU. All the characters in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Who would you think... I know who I think would be a Luke Skywalker-level cameo to happen in WandaVision. I want to hear who you think first. See, if we're bringing people back to life, if we're going down that route, I'm going to say Tony Stark. Exactly, yep. <laughs> if people are going in, in Quicksilver, too? I'm, yeah, yeah. Pietro. Yeah, we even talk about Quicksilver coming back from the dead. I yeah. mean, he shows up there at the door at the end of five, and at yep. first, when they turned around, I, I recognize him from the back of his head. That's his hair. Mm-hmm. But when they turned around and it wasn't the same guy, I was like, what the hell's going on? And then Kat Denny, Dr. Lewis, said it for me. She was like, she recasted Pietro? Yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense now. I'm just, if they're going to continue with Pietro, though, I really hope the original actor that played him comes back in. Because to me, that's who Quicksilver is. Okay. And it's just going to take me, it's just going to take my mind to get over that it's a different yeah. actor doing Yeah, sort of got the Han Solo thing going on, you know, just getting yeah. used to a new actor as as the man. Um, Even though Pietro didn't have a very big part in Age of Ultron, still, when I yeah. see that actor... I picture Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, um, another interesting thing I want to talk about too, and we can definitely get back to speculating, but it just kind of, once you talked about things changing, um, it's kind of interesting how Wanda is kind of changing the decade on her own will, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like she wants to like live through, you know, the 20th century again going through each decade, changing the house, you know, like she just wants to experience life, you know, quite, in, quite literally. Yeah. So. Cause the characters are remaining the same characters. They're, she, they're yeah. just updating with the decade. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we've gotten the fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, and now I'm yeah. assuming nineties. Yeah. And that gets me thinking, Oh my goodness, what sitcom will it be referencing to? 
because I believe this past week was Family Ties, and I, the '90s. I see when I think the '90s and sitcoms, I think Seinfeld. Yeah, and I don't think they're going to go there. What decade was Friends? '90s. That might be the one then. I mean, '90s yeah. or sorry, Friends has a lot of popularity with my generation. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it's the most popular one, I'd say. <laughs> she can make she can make the interior of the house sort of look like that apartment. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, when yeah, like I said, when I think you know '90s and sitcoms, the first one that pops into my head is Seinfeld, and then I guess it would be Friends. So, but other than those two, I don't know what other big uh, sitcom from the '90s it could possibly be. Yeah, I mean, that's those are the two big ones that I can think they, of. They might go toward, I mean, you know, maybe towards the family-friendly 90s sitcom like they have been doing with um, Dick Van Dyke, Bewitched, uh, Family Ties. They might go for the fam- family-friendly 90s sitcom, which I'm trying to think what, see? Now, was Full House still around in the 90s? It might have been. So will we get a full house, you know? Like, I, I just kind of... A full house or family matters. Yeah, oh, family matters. Yeah, that's true. Or, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just... I'm just wondering and very excited to see which one that they go with. I didn't realize that that 70s show started in the 90s. Oh, it did? Yeah, Yeah, but see, they, they want to go for that because that whole show was... Yeah, in the 90s, but... It's about it's the 70s. In the 70s. See, that would be like... So that was, I guess, a 20-year difference. That would basically be like uh, that 2000 show these days. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's so weird to think about. Because it's like... You know, I was growing up as a kid in the 2000s. You know, I was, I was born in the year 2000. Right. So I can only remember what things were like in, from my childhood. It was kind of that last dying breath of life before social media really became a huge yep. thing and smart technology and before everything just got connected and you know quote unquote smart and i just so right. it's kind of like that dying breath i think is what i remember just growing up in and then the transition came and my generation just very quickly grew accustomed to that because the only life we had known before was just life as kids you know so it was really easy yeah. for us to make that adjustment but well it's gonna be it, interesting if they go to like the 90s and 2000s yeah you know well they do have a an actress that was in that 70s show was already is already on this show mm-hmm. um, um mrs hart his uh boss's wife oh yeah okay in that very first episode she played uh the mother in uh that 70s show Gotcha. So, right when you said that, I was like, oh my goodness, they already have an actress that was on that show. Huh. I wonder what it felt like for her going back to a sitcom, you know? <laughs> yeah. Style of things, but, uh, that, yeah, that is interesting. Um, we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, I don't know if we'll, because I don't, how much longer do you think we're going to stay in, is, is it Westview? Is that the name of the town? Yeah. Yep. Like, how much longer do you think Westview is going to be a thing? You know, like, are we going to eventually grow out of that in the show? Or do you think it's literally just the story of, like, Westview and how Wanda's manipulating it? I think it might bleed into season two. And then maybe towards the beginning of season two, break out of it and just come into the present 
and the MCU uh, universe. Well, as Dr. Wu said it, because when Dr. Wu, Agent Wu, said it when they heard um, Ultron being referenced. Yeah. Like, did they ever do that before? Was there ever mentions mentioned to our world? And she was like, no. So either I think it's going to be maybe the season finale of season one will be them getting out of Westview, like all the different hostages and stuff. And then season two, Wanda just, I don't know, maybe trying to track down Vision. Because like I said, I think Vision's going to up and just break out somehow. Yeah. And yeah, they're, be... they're going to need to find him to, you know, figure out, hey, dude, you know, we got to figure out how she, you know, put you back together. Because obviously she's not going to tell them anything. Right. So. But now, now that you mention it. And now that we talk about Vision breaking out, I could see in a very interesting and I guess unique or cool turn of events, what if this spawned a Vision spinoff show because now he's alive and yeah. now maybe he wants to be of use, you know, to whoever needs him out in the real world. And what if now we get like a Vision, um, you know, show that's about him after Endgame now that he's alive again? Yeah. That would be an interesting, <laughs> this would be a really interesting way to launch that, you know? Yeah, because I, I know they've been saying that <clears throat> this um, sh- this series, WandaVision, will tie into the next couple of MCU movies that are coming out. Ooh, or maybe a Vision movie. That'd so be interesting. <clears throat> I think they said the, the main M- future MCU movie that's coming out that this series will directly tie into is the new Doctor Strange film. Okay. In and I think that's called Into the Multiverse. Okay. So maybe that's a clue. You know, multiverse could be mm-hmm. anything. That's true. That's so, true. Um and as far as going back to the Luke Skywalker level of cameo. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it could be Tony Stark, but I was also thinking of a character that people that have recently rumors floating around that he will be coming back to star in his own Disney Plus series, but it hasn't been confirmed. And the actor himself said he hasn't heard anything, but they've been trained to say that when they're supposed to be keeping stuff secret. So I was thinking maybe Captain America. Ooh, that would be... uh... That'd be really interesting. I mean, any Avenger cameo would be huge, right? Yeah. Like, no matter who it was. Um, so, and I guess we're all guessing it's going to be good guy cameos, too. You know, you right. have to say right. that the next, like, a huge bad guy cam- cameos to come back. I was going to go and say, well, who knows? Maybe Thanos will, will return, but I don't think so. I, I think, you know, the Thanos yeah. story is kind of sealed. The reverse snap him. Yeah. yeah. Nope. I agree. But um, and speaking of the snap... Wasn't it interesting to see? That was cool. Yeah. See the snap at the beginning of episode four. That's another reason that episode's one of my favorites. And just to see the chaos that had to have happened when that was happening. Yeah. Yes, we didn't see all the Avengers, you know, get reverse snap. We just saw them come through Doctor Strange's, you know, time holes. Mm -hmm. 
So that was really cool to see that and to see her running down the hall. And then all of a sudden the guy materializes in front of her and she bumps into him and they both fall down. Yeah. It was just, that was just so cool. It, yeah, it was really, it, it was a really insightful thing. I'm yeah. really, it's okay, again, tying in with Endgame and everything. So yeah. to hear when she heard the news that she was gone for five years, she was like, what? Yeah, she was She's like, like I take a nap for twenty minutes. Yeah, she was <laughs> like, no, your mother died three years ago, and that was two years after you disappeared. Yep. I was like, oh my god! Imagine yeah. getting that news. I know, I know, and uh, I don't remember the name, but I guess it was the I think the astrophysicist, you know, the, the kind of the brains behind the investigation. They figured out everything with the radio and sending in you know tech to oh, yes. Westview. But I, yeah, she called it, I think like the blip. Right. Yep. She's like, this is like, she said, she just mentioned about people getting blipped or something. But that's, that's what I think they technically call it. I think we first heard the blip in the Spider-Man movie that came out right after Endgame. Okay. Because yeah. we're wondering, you know, Peter's still in high school because he was blipped for five years and he didn't age. Yeah. How are they going to do that? And they show, you know. There was a school news report at the beginning of the movie saying, oh, all the students that returned from the blip are current, you know, still in the same class and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, they, yep. they, you work around stuff like that. Yeah, true. So, true. But yeah, um, yeah, that's, I just can't wait to see where this is going. And the Captain America series that I mentioned that, well, was rumored is there's, there's rumors saying that Chris Evans is thinking about, not thinking about, but Chris Evans was contacted about maybe doing a Captain America series about him returning the stones Ooh. from Inc. Actually yeah. seeing him going back and putting the stones back because in my, in my mind, I'm like, it couldn't have been that simple. Just yeah. take and like putting them right back with with no altercations or anything, right or consequence, yeah. So that I think would be ingenious. Show us you can get a good maybe two seasons of a series like that, eight episodes a season. Show them yeah. take the stones. I mean, it doesn't have to be one a stone for each episode. It could be a couple episodes for one stone. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then at the end of the series, to make the series finale, you just show him making the decision to stay back there and living his life with Peggy. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Just, that would be a great, great idea for a series. And, and I think if he is the one that's going to make this big, major cameo, then. It's gonna, I think, maybe tie into his new series, maybe. Mm, mm -hmm. Because if Wanda can, I don't know if Wanda can pull people back from, like, the like time tra travel and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, as, as it's been proven now, she's kind of this is the most power she's ever displayed at once, right? Yeah, because she's. Yes, she she wouldn't have that power. That would be, have to be like a Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. Oh, there you go. 
Maybe it's Doctor Strange making the cameo. That would that would be uh, I think a very logical one, especially if you know the next Doctor Strange movie is tying in. It mm-hmm. would just make complete sense, obviously, to have him make an appearance. Right. So yeah, I never thought I'd tell him like, well, Doctor Strange is the only one that could jump through time. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, I just think that would be a great Captain America series, and I really hope it is true. Because, like I said, I would love to see that. Yeah. That would be cool to see. And I, did they say how many episodes are going to be in this season? In WandaVision? Yeah. I think it's it's either 8 or 10. Okay. So if it is 8, then we are on the... Well, I guess we're on the on the second half no matter what then, even if it is 10 now. Yeah. Actually, now that 5 has come out. I'm thinking it is 10 because 8 is the length of the Mandalorian seasons. Yeah. So I think it is 10. If I go, if I probably go back and look it up. Yeah. I think they already, of course, have a predetermined number of episodes. Yeah. Because we probably have about, what, 20 months till the next season of Mandalorian? Yeah. So we, we got a ways to go on that one. But... Yeah, because we're getting, um,. We're getting the Boba book Fett of Boba. first. Yeah, we're getting the Book of Boba Fett um, this fall, which is going to be great. Yeah. So, that I hope we get some sort of trailer for and spur a teaser. Maybe late spring, early summer time frame. Yeah. That, that'd be good. And then, you know, we can just kind of get hyped for that one. Because I think that's going to be a really, really cool one that people aren't going to want to miss. Right. So... Yeah, no, I'm seeing... Actually, I looked up... I just put a number of episodes of WandaVision. And... It looks... Seven, eight... They have it going up to episode nine. Airing... Oh, look at that. Airing on my birthday, March 12th, 2021. Wow. That's a heck of a birthday gift. Yeah. And... What's episode next? Is six. Yeah, episode six. Of course, next weekend. Yeah, so I'm not sure if there's only nine. I thought I saw somewhere a number ten, yeah. but so between eight and ten, we can say. Yeah, because that's actually that's kind of weird to me. They have an odd number of episodes. Yeah, I mean. It, it happens. Yeah. Not complaining, I'm just like, hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, according to this, right as of right now, the first season will... The season finale will be on my birthday, March 12th. Wow. Wow. Hmm. Well, at least cool. I know what day of the week my birthday is this week. Is this year. At least it's a, it's a Friday. That's good. My birthday falls on a Saturday this year. Hmm. April third. So. All right. That'll be that'll be good. I'm turning 21, which will be nice. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, there you go. Yeah. It'll 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 be good. I'm just looking forward to it because if I make it to my birthday, that means I basically made it through the semester and I can survive for the rest of it. Maybe. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, 8 a.m.s, college 8 a.m.s or something. Yeah. Under, uh, and what kind of sucks too now is that because 
and my university just has so A&M has really weird things about the way they go about things so they're bringing back like you know required to be in person you know in person classes with no zoom option which okay oh, fine you know I, I I'm not gonna complain one way or the other uh, about that you know it's just that so they're requiring us to basically be back on campus during the days now because we have to be there of course and they haven't brought back any of like the sitting and study areas like they brought back some but they're like kind of relegated to like the biggest buildings on campus so like our biggest library has like some study spaces and our msc our memorial student center which is basically just like a hub for student stuff there's like restaurants there and like a bookshop and places to study they brought back some stuff but there's a lot of places that you just can't go to now and it's like well i don't have classes in the library or in the msc you know so like they took out all the study spaces at like the liberal arts building which is like the college that my major falls under and they just took out all this stuff so it's like i really don't have anywhere to go during the day when i need to like when i need to study and do homework in between classes unless i am able to find a spot because it is crowded because people are on campus because they have to be um and i don't know it's like they've brought us back but they've not given us the resources that we need to actually you know be a student right (laughs) you know so it's just it's just been really hard sometimes finding even a place to simply sit and eat a sandwich you know in between classes even that's a challenge now whereas it was not it was a non-issue uh man a little over a year ago i guess or a year ago we're coming up on one year of the pandemic i guess really since mid-march for america at least but it's just i don't it's just kind of chaos it's chaotic they haven't really figured it all out yet but that's just uh i guess the the return to quote-unquote normalcy so yeah yeah actually before we jump into our next topic about we're just gonna go over our favorite movies from the mcu while you were talking there all of a sudden another thought from the episode five of one division jumped into my head um the whole thing with pietro yes um darcy lewis's uh line saying she recast pietro you know, she asked it as a question. And if Wanda didn't make that doorbell ring like she told Vision she didn't, she didn't know who was behind that door. Why would she change the appearance of her brother? That might not actually be Pietro. Interesting. So would it be someone posing as Pietro? Could be. Interesting. I really don't see her changing... Why would you change if you know you, you have fine memories about your family members after yeah. they why would you want to change what they look like? That's true. But she and she didn't really seem to even care or possibly even notice about right. a change in his appearance. She just she was in shock. Yeah. She she obviously had to look into his eyes or something to know that could this be Pietro? I mean his appearance, you know, physical appearance, hair, you know, clothes, looks like him. So, yeah. but, you know, totally different face. So, yeah, she, yeah. Even when she hugged him, she still seemed kind of confused and unsure. 
So, but yeah, hopefully this coming Friday we will find out a little bit more about is that Uncle Pietro or is it someone posing that could be the big bad yeah. of the division? That is an interesting thought, and I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But you bring up a good point. Why yeah, would you do after, that? After episode four, I told my wife, I said, it seems kind of funny, but I told her, I said, I think I think there's not going to be a big bad in this season. She was like, you don't. And I was like, no. And I said, because Wanda's going to be appearing to be the big bad. Mm. But I could be wrong now because like, I just... It just popped, it all popped into my head. I'm like, why would she change the appearance of her brother? Right. So someone else has to be doing it. Could it be Piet? Maybe it is Pietro doing it, but he's not, can't be physically there. I don't know. Ooh, that's, yeah, that is a. Hmm. Even though we know he's supposed to be dead. Yeah, Vision's supposed to be dead, too. Um, it People have come back from the dead in the MCU, so why not yeah. be... That's true. Ooh, man. I don't even know. Yeah, I, I mean, that's something to chew on. I just wouldn't even know how to react, you know? Yeah. That's... Yeah, he could be, he could uh, be a Hydra agent. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We'll just have to wait and see. I mean, I, my initial thought was like, oh yeah, for some reason she was able to recreate him. I don't know, maybe she's doing it subconsciously now? You know? And she's subconsciously recreating people? I, I don't know. Sub- and her subconscious got the appearance a little off? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know, but that is a good um, cliffhanger, I think, to leave it on for next yeah. week. And see yep. if we get anything about that, but um, yeah, our next topic. Do you want to do? Do you want to more more the Marvel? Excuse me, Marvel stuff you're we talking about, or yeah, we can go into you know talking about our favorite, just like mentioning our favorite movies of the MCU up up to now. And yeah, that sounds good. You know, just end end about talking about the big game. Yeah. So. Yeah, we were just real quickly, because, um, yeah, we were on the topic of Marvel. Um, some of my favorite Marvel movies, um, well, I think my favorite of all of them, and it just so happens to be one of the Avengers movies, is Infinity War. Yep. I think Infinity War is just really, really good in the way that, obviously, the story plays out, how well it brings different characters together that haven't been together before. And uh, it had, obviously, a really, really good villain with Thanos. Um, and the ending was... Of course, pretty dramatic and created quite the uh, the hubbub, we can say, going into Endgame. So that was a big one. One of my favorites. Um, what else have I really liked? Uh, well, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Have to talk about that one. That one was really, really good. Um, I really liked Thor Ragnarok. Um, and then if I had to give a third, it would have to be... You know what? I'll tie it as third and fourth, but the Guardians movies... Oh, yeah. I absolutely love the Guardians of the Galaxy, and I like both of them. Love number or volume two, and the original, of course, is just as good, if not a little bit better. So, yeah, those would be my favorites. But what yeah. is it for you? Um, I'll I'll start with actually going Infinity War slash Endgame. 
Okay. Because to me, if you watch those movies like back to back, cutting out mm-hmm. the credits or going up to the mid credit scene of Infinity War and just starting Endgame there, it's like one long movie. Yeah. Um, just love those movies, especially the beginning of Endgame, just showing. Yep. Starting five years after the snap, and you're like, "What? It's been they're jumping five years," mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, I'm like. God, are they going to even be able to bring him back? Because I, I, I think every MCU fan knew going in that, you know, they're they're coming back because Peter Parker got snapped, and there's a movie coming out with Spider-Man. Yeah. So you knew they were coming back, but I didn't think they were going to jump five years into the future. But yeah. it was just so interesting to see how desolate and. It looked like a dystopian New York when they did the the sky shot over New York City. Yeah, this looks so desert. I mean, city city bank part or city yeah city field where the Mets play was totally deserted. It looked like it hasn't been used in years. Yeah, and even the one guy at the group session said, "I miss the Mets." So yeah. I was like, "What?" I guess they would have to stop playing sports, especially if you're, maybe your whole team got snapped. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't dawn on you until you see that, the perspective of the city that they're showing. Yeah. So, I, I'd love, just love those movies for those facts. And of course, I can't, the, the very first one, Iron Man. If it wasn't for Iron Man, the MCU doesn't exist. That if that movie didn't get made, of course, the rest of it never happens. Yep. So I'll just throw Iron Man on for that reason alone, and of course, I'd have to go with Winter Soldier. Okay. Yeah. Love Captain America: Winter Soldier. Cap is one of my favorite Avengers, so I had to pick at least one of the, one of Cap's movies. And even though I did enjoy the first Avenger a little bit more. Winter Soldier just brought it all together with, oh, he's finally realizing that Bucky's still alive. So, mm-hmm. it, yeah, Winter Soldier, pretty much. And, of course, the an honorable mention I'll throw on there is Civil War. Yeah, that was a really good movie. Everybody says that Civil War should have been an official Avengers movie, which it should have been. Because that introduced Spider-Man. They they were all there. I think Ant-Man was also introduced. Yeah, they they were as, all... like as a like as part of like not the Avengers, but like in that whole like universe. Right during the the quote Civil War itself, when the that airstrip, they were all there fighting each other. So it should have been considered instead of saying Captain America Civil War, it should have been Avengers Civil War, in my opinion. So yeah. I mean, obviously, Iron Man and Captain America ha- are get the most, you know, focus because it's really between them two right. and their right. clashing philosophies. But I agree; it, it definitely felt like an Avengers film through and through. Yeah. So, yeah. And actually, it's not one of my favorites, but I've been wanting to go back and wanting to watch the Age of Ultron ever since WandaVision started. Just. So you just can for like, the lore. Yeah, just so you can get yeah. like a little refresh refresher on where does Wanda come from? 
Right, right. And, and then the whole Quicksilver thing as well. And then that, you actually get to go back and actually hear her Russian accent, which she loses. Yep. Eventually, but... And everyone, I know everyone makes a big deal out of that. Why doesn't... how she lose her accent? Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you from actual personal experience, um, my brother's first wife, which I still consider my sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. She is from England. Okay. And back when my brother first started dating her, her accent was super strong. Mm. Now, she's been living in the U.S. now for a very long time. Yeah. Her accent is getting weaker and weaker. Mm. If if you hang around a certain country that you're not from for a while, your accent will fade over time. Yeah. And maybe so it happens faster for some and slower for others, like my sister-in-law, but it could have happened to her quick. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's kind of weird, because actually, I'll be going, and um, huh, as long as corona is you know not an issue anymore, I'll be going and studying abroad in Japan for about yeah. a semester, for a few months. It, so, I wonder if I'll come back ways. with... The, huh? So it actually goes both ways, so you might come back with like yeah. a Asian accent. Yeah, who knows? Um, I, I know that my Japanese will probably be really good, and I would have not have used that much English, and it'll probably be like, oh yeah, this is my native language. Why is this hard again? <laughs> you know. Right. But, um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm just curious. You know what's going to happen when I go and you know immerse myself in in you know in, J- in Japanese. I'm taking Japanese classes, um, and yeah, it'll just be interesting. It'll looking forward to seeing what happens <laughs> it might yeah. be really weird though we'll see happens with actors too because i've noticed because back in the day i was a big mel gibson fan because of lethal weapon and whatnot and yeah everyone i hope knows that mel gibson's australian and yes he was putting on a fake american accent for the lethal weapon movies but even back in the day when he was on Letterman and Leno promoting those movies, it sounded pretty much like he was an American when he was yeah. doing interviews because he was over here long enough, he started losing his accent. So, yeah, that, that's my only reason for people that get bent out of shape about uh, Wanda losing her accent. It, it, it does happen. Yeah, yeah. So. So, with that, uh, we can go into the big game if if you're yeah yeah if you're feeling yeah. okay. Let's so, call it the big interesting game. thing about the big game that uh, Jeff had mentioned to me, and we ended up doing a little bit more research after like we had talked about it. But the big game in the Super Bowl are, in a way, two completely different terms, and that reasoning is. Well, honestly, it's not surprising. It's just disappointing. Um, so the phrase Super Bowl specifically has basically been tokened by the NFL as like the official word, obviously, for the Super Bowl. And because of that, if you want to advertise, say if you're Best Buy and you want to advertise that you're selling TVs for the Super Bowl, well, you have to pay the NFL money to use the words Super Bowl. And that's obviously, for many things, one, to make money, and two, probably to protect and vet, like, you know, their term and who gets to use it 
you know, it basically just lets the NFL have control over the word, of course. And that's why, and I think Best Buy also did this because I don't think they paid the the fee to use Super Bowl, Super Bowl tax, we can call it. Um, they and many others just say the big game. Oh, come to our store and buy a TV for the big game. Order a pizza for the big game. Yep. Um, so that is actually a fun fact that if you ever see a company using the words big game in reference to the Super Bowl. They're getting around it. They're getting around probably paying millions of dollars just to use those two words, Super right. Bowl. So yep. that's a fun fact that's really interesting. And I actually have an article on my uh, computer pulled up from Vox. It was written in 2019, literally a year ago, because oh, yeah. this is Super Bowl season, and I'm sure they were also you know, discussing this. But um, some fun facts I have from this article is that the uh, beer company, I think it's pronounced um, Anheuser-Busch? Anheuser, yeah. Anheuser-Busch spends $250 million, that is a quarter of a billion dollars, to be the only alcohol company allowed to advertise during the game. No wonder it's always Budweiser. And to use the very <laughs> Super Bowl trademarks on its products. So if you don't like any, yeah, if you don't like Bud Light or Budweiser, I mean, you're kind of out of luck because that's all you're going to be seeing. And huh. that's probably what's going to be pushed as the official Super Bowl beer in stores today. Um, <laughs> so that's really interesting. Um, that, that, that's funny. Well, I will admit, um, back in the day, because... Our, our, our listeners know that I'm really old, so back when I was in my early 20s uh, as you know, of legal drinking age, and me and my friends started getting together for the big the big game yeah. we, we actually it, it was Budweiser was our beer of choice for the, for the Super Bowl and yep. hey, advertising works people I guess so. it does. I guess it does. Um, so yeah, that is a that's a fun fact. And yeah, because I guess is did the Bud Light night? I think I remember that commercial a few yes. years ago, and I think that it, spawned during the Super Bowl and got big during the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the big commercials that came out of it. That'll be yeah. Do do you think we'll have good commercials or bad commercials uh, this year? After the last couple of years, I hope they start getting good again. Because yeah, there was only like one or two. From last year that I really enjoyed and tell you the truth I can't remember what they were off the top of my head but I know I really enjoyed them say hey that was funny um I think I'm not sure if it was last year or not but one of them was with um Jeff Bridges recreating his character from the Big Lebowski dude yeah yeah I think that was last year that one I really enjoyed just because yeah. I enjoyed that character in the movie mm-hmm. and I think this year they're doing Wayne and, Wayne and Garth from Wayne's World is supposed to have a commercial. Mm, okay. I forget what it's for, but they're supposed to be doing the commercial. So, like, commercials like that I really get into because I'm a movie nerd. So, yeah. But the original commercials, like the regular ones like Budweiser, Doritos, Pepsi, usually they're the three big sponsors during the Super Bowl, and yeah. lately their commercials have fallen flat because usually the Bud Light commercials were the funniest. Yeah, and not so much the last couple of years. Mm. And so, 
That, yeah. That, that's one of the main reasons I, I, I keep watching the Super Bowl every year. Even if I don't care about either team like this year, I will watch it because I will go and get my snacks and food during the game itself and my bathroom breaks because I want to make sure I'm there for the commercials. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the commercials ha- will have more of my attention than the actual game itself will. Mm-hmm. So I always like jumping on the internet right after the game's over because it's almost immediate after the game's over during the post game where they're doing all the interviews and awards. You get online, you'll see people already discussing the commercials and which ones were the best. Yeah. So, but yeah, it, I think overall though, the actual game, I think it'll be a good game. And I'm, I'm still saying Kansas City's a better team, and they'll win it. Mm, yeah, we'll see. I, I will probably be cheering for Kansas City because I like Patrick Mahomes more than I like Tom Brady. Oh, so I, that's kind of just how I'm going off of it. Um, but and then of course, also I guess we have to mention, and we'll see. Maybe this is something we can talk about on our show next weekend. Um, the weekend is performing at the halftime show. Uh, okay. So he, uh, we'll see if he has a good performance or if it's one of the not so good ones. You know, I'm trying to remember who performed last year. I just can't remember. Yeah, I'm not too big on the halftime shows as of late. I remember the big ones for me is when U2 performed. I really enjoyed U2's, um, the Rolling Stones. I enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm. I think Michael Jackson had one. That was a big one. Because Prince had one, right? Yes. The Prince one was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, the Who also did one? Yes. Yeah. Uh, actually, that might have been the year that the Colts played. Let me see what year that was. Maybe not. Maybe that was... No, it was... Oh, no, that's not the one I want. When did the Who play? 2010. Oh, so that was... Huh? Was that one of the year? that the Giants won? I'm trying to remember. Uh, mm. I bet the Patriots were involved. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Um, Super Bowl... Let's see, which one is this? Let's see, XLIV would be 45? Yeah. Oh! Okay, no, it's the year the Colts lost to the Saints. It's uh, that one. That one in Indy history is a painful game. Very yeah. painful game. That was, that was a tough one to... Uh, to watch especially the fourth quarter uh anyways yeah. let's not talk about that anymore <laughs> yeah. um it was funny my friend texted me i guess it was thursday or friday and asked me and just asked me a simple question he goes do you care about the super bowl this year and i texted him back and i said i said yeah i said i'll watch it and i said do i care who wins not really and i said but I said, I'll be cheering for Kansas City because I do not want to see Tampa Bay win. And then I put on the text, I said, or should I say Patriots 2.0? Yeah. Because, come on, he has, like, on offense, he has, like, half of the old players from Patriots of last year on there. So, (laughs) yeah. Let's be honest. I bet New England is not happy right now. No, they're not. And... I couldn't be happier. <laughs> yeah, not happy. The, I mean, the fact that the Patriots aren't happy makes me happy. The fact yeah. that Brady fans are happy makes me not happy. 
But yeah, I just yeah. think Patrick Mahomes seems seems more of an everyday guy, like a down to earth guy. Like if you met him, you could probably go up and have like a five minute conversation with him. Yeah, he seems he, like a good guy for sure. He just seems like that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, on the other hand, it depends on the day you go up to him. If he's in a pissy mood, he'll probably just Cry. walk away from you. Yeah. So, so yeah, I I just think he's you know better dude and would love to see him repeat and deny Brady yeah. because hopefully this will be Brady's last Super Bowl. Yeah. So, because who would have thought? I ne- uh, I said it jokingly at the beginning of the season when he when we found out where he was going, and I think I jokingly said I don't know if it was on this podcast or on my other podcast, but I jokingly said, "Watch him take the Bucks to the Super Bowl in his first year." Yeah. And damn it, it happened. Yep. And. Don't listeners don't get excited out there. I'm not a prophet. It was just something stupid I said because I was being sarcastic and bitter because I just not I'm not a Brady fan. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, he he did it. So and that kind of does give me a little satisfaction the way that he kind of proves what I've been saying all along. It hasn't been Belichick's coaching. It's been Tom Brady in New England. Nothing to do with the coaching. It's all about Brady. And the Patriots missing the playoffs entirely this year just proved that. So they lose their quarterback. They lost their playoff run. So. Yeah. uh, Just. Because there's another guy I really don't like is Belichick, so... Yep, same. And, I mean, Mahomes is kind of the the new blood, you know, the new gen, the ne- the next gen of, yeah. like, him and Lamar Jackson, you know, two very talented young quarterbacks who, uh, you know, I hope just have a bright future oh. and are able to... Oh, that's right. Know. Damn. I was, I was about to say, they're in the same conference. Never mind. That's yeah, same, they are. stupid. I, but, know, I would love seeing that matchup tonight, but, nah, that would have never happened. Yeah, I mean, it could have happened in the AFC Championship, but the Ravens lost yep. quite early, if I remember. Um, yeah. Well, and my wife was my wife was really close to actually staying home this weekend and watching the game with me because her favorite team's the Bills. And uh, the game away from it. Yep. Because so, I told her, actually, at the beginning of the playoffs, my pick to win it all was the Bills. I said, everyone's sleeping. No, no one's talking about the Bills. Said, so don't sleep yeah. on the bills. But yeah, they're. I mean, they've made I think pretty steady progress over the past. I don't know. I mean, the past decade, perhaps. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's. Uh, I guess would I be. Um, I said, you never know. I said it's right around the corner where the Bills are going to make that like four in a row Super Bowl appearances again. Mm-hmm. And she was like, she was like, yeah, but can they win at least one this time? Yeah. I'm like, I think they will. Yeah. I said it. I told her, I said, if the Eagles can win a Super Bowl, the Bills can win a Super Bowl. Hey, that's true. <laughs> so very true. I said, don't don't count them out. I said, I think they'll win one here in the next at least ten years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're up there. Yeah, they are for sure. 
but man, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see over the next few years. Hopefully, the the new comes in and the old goes out. You know, shake things up for the better. Yep. And um, the, as as far as my Washington football team goes, I guess the only thing I have to look forward to during the off season is hopefully getting a new name, so I can stop referring to him as the football team or club <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And who is going to be our quarterback? Yeah. Because uh, Haskins became a disappointment in more ways than one. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad they kicked him off the team. But but the guy who was playing in the playoffs, he gave up a pretty good fight, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, forget. Like, give him a shot. If he was able to keep a game competitive in the playoffs, who's to say that he can't be a good, you know, a good QB? Yeah, but yeah, but I did hear Rivera, one of his like, um, what he, interviews to the to the different sports outlets after the season was over, after they lost in the playoffs, he said, he goes, we are going to have, obviously we're going to have a quarterback competition during the off season. Mm-hmm. He goes, and when I say that, he goes. That me that doesn't count out that we're gonna we might not go out and try to get a QB from a different team or draft a QB another QB. So he wants to bring a third third or fourth guy in for the competition. So yeah, and I'm thinking about the quarterbacks out there now that are on the trading block and not much to pick from. Yeah. Not that um, I can think of any big names that are going to be open. I mean, Carson Wentz, isn't he leaving the Eagles? Yep, he's supposed to be getting traded. So, I don't know. I mean, how would you feel about that inner inner division, you know, guy coming over? We had it once with Donovan McNabb, and that didn't work out great. But then again, Donovan was much older than Wentz. And he was injured, too. Like, didn't he have some ankle injuries that he was still fighting? Yeah, and yes, Wentz is battling some injuries as well, but he's a much younger guy. Yeah. So my point is, why not bring him in and put him with a coach, in my opinion, that works better with quarterbacks, Rivera, than Peterson. Yeah. So just bring him in. And if they want to go that route, bring him in and see what he can do. It's It couldn't be much worse than what they have now. So. Yeah. And I know the... The quarterback from the Texans, um, from Clemson. What's his name? Deshaun. Um, Deshaun Watson. Yes. Yeah. He was supposedly on the trading block. Then I saw an article online with a question mark saying Deshaun Watson staying in Tampa or staying in Texas. I was like, what? Now Texas yeah. saying they're not going to trade him, or Texans saying they're not going to trade him. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god, make up your mind. Don't put him out there as a possible, you know, possibility and get me all excited if you're not going to do it. Yeah. Because out of the two, I would much rather have Watson than Wentz, but if Watson's not available and Wentz is the only option, like I said, bring him in and see what he can do. And if he doesn't do good, Rivera's not going to start him. So. Yeah, that's true. At least Wentz will have had his shot. And yeah, we can get rid of him a little later and send him to a team that really, really needs a starter. So, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he. I think he'll get his shot somewhere again to be a starter. Yeah. But we'll yeah. just wait and see. Yeah. Because but... I know that... Um, I think they said, unfortunately, Alex Smith probably won't be much of competition because of the injury he sustained late in the season and him coming back from an injury that he wasn't supposed to come back from um, just might have, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he announces his retirement during the off season, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate because that's who I would want as my starting quarterback going in next year. If he was able to stay healthy because he was to me, the comeback player of the year. Yeah. But I guess we'll just have to wait and see, you know, how it all plays out for yep. sure. Just to see and we, next yeah. season might be might be uh fun. Yeah. And hopefully next season we will start getting back to some type of quote normalcy. Mm-hmm. Will there slowly will there slowly start to be more fans in the stadium as the season goes on? And I think that's a very good possibility, especially if everyone, if the vac- if the vaccine gets rolled out here over the summer, and everyone's can get it, you know, it's readily available, and everyone's been able to get it. Then I don't see why not, you know, slowly start opening public places back up. Yeah, yeah, you gotta take baby steps, but eventually, I think, you know, by Super Bowl next year, might be able to have a sold out crowd again. But you never, yeah, we'll never know until everyone gets vaccinated at least. You right. Know? Uh, people are thinking that in fall of this year, so fall of 21, that the corona vaccine is going to be mandatory in order to, like, you know, yep. come back to school. And I can see, I can definitely see that happening. So, I, at least for the next couple of years, I think it might become like the flu shot. Mm. Say, hey, mm-hmm. you know, at least for maybe the next two or three years. You can go to your doctor for a regular checkup, and they'll say, "Hey, do you want a flu shot and your COVID shot for this year?" Yeah, yeah. So, but I don't think it'll become a permanent thing like the flu shot. But you never know. Yeah. We'll just have to wait and see. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Until the meantime, we're masking up, socially yeah. distancing. You know, yeah. everything like everything like that. So, like I said, I think on the past show, the mask thing, I think will eventually the mandatory mask thing, I think will eventually go away. Yeah. But I don't think that's going to stop some people. You can go into a mall or grocery store and you might see like 10 or 15 people wearing masks just because that's how they feel safe now. Yeah, that's so. true. And I think that I, I would probably do that, especially if I was sick in some way myself. Mm-hmm. I would probably do that just so I know that I'm not going to affect anybody else with whatever I have. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think it's just going to be like seeing masks is just going to be the new normal. Yep, that's true. Yep. But, and I mean, America is one of, the, I think, the few. At least maybe 
I don't know. I think the West normally doesn't, just has not worn masks traditionally. But in some like no. Eastern countries, it is actually if you're sick, kind of custom oh, yeah. to I wear mean, a. If you see shots of like Japan and China in their major cities, like Tokyo and you know stuff like that, if you just like see a shot of the busy street, you'll see yeah. more than half, if not like eighty percent at least, of those people wearing masks. Yeah. So, and you can see it. It's like, wait a minute, that's from like 2002. Yeah. Virus was going on around there. Nothing. It's that's their normal. So, but yeah. Yep. It'll just, yeah, we'll just adapt and we've made it this far. We can go a little bit further. Right. So, yeah, I think we can definitely, on that note, I think it's a good thing to wrap up on and. Um, we'll just have to wait and see with WandaVision next week. Obviously, the big oh, yeah. game will have played out by then. Um, yep. And oh, yeah. who knows? Maybe we'll get a little bit of Star Wars news. Oh, yeah. And you, you know, big game. And, and don't think about using Super Bowl Sunday either. Mm, no. NFL owns Super Bowl Sunday too, people. Yep. Or Super, uh, Super Sunday. Su- Super it. Sunday. Well, they probably own Super Bowl Sunday because it has the word Super Bowl in it. That's but- true. But yeah, Super Sunday specifically also apparently is, uh, I don't even know, trademark owned. Yeah, we'll just put owned by the NFL. So, yep. so just say big game. Yeah. If you want to be safe, just say big game. And of course, if you're just talking with your friends, screw it, say Super Bowl. Yeah, it's it's kind of silly. It's pretty yeah. silly. But <laughs> that's how things are in modern day when companies can charge you for saying a word. <laughs> yep. So Or two words in this case. But hey, it is what it is, and we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> That's right. But we'll sign off here. Thank you all so much for tuning in, and we hope to get back to you guys and gals soon, hopefully with some more WandaVision talk as we hit the next episode, and yeah, whatever else is the talk then. So until next time, I'm Tristan. I'm Jeff. And may the force be with you. Always. Go Kansas City. That's not how the force works. Give the evacuation code signal. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. Life is about passions. Thank you for sharing ours. This has been the CantoCast. May May the the force be with you. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.